everybody, what's going on? This is Juwan Arrington. We are back again with another episode of the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast. And this, this week, I am super excited. I am super jacked. We have a good buddy of mine who's, who's going to come on here and he's going to talk to us. Kind of kind of a wrap up a, a lot of what you've been hearing uh, through the last few podcasts, uh, especially with Aubrey Barnes, delays with Brick and Motor Boutique, and uh, kind of talk about uh, social investment. Talk about you know how all these uh, young people are really just giving back to the Quad City community. So, Greg, thank you first for having for coming on board. Absolutely, uh, I, I can't. It's tough for me to say no to Juwan Arrington, and <laughs> but also to Eastmo, man, Eastmo Quad City, yeah. you know, Eastmo Link for Life, and Heck so yeah. it's always a, it's a pleasure to be here, and it's always awesome to do. Uh, work on any of the projects, your passion projects. So I, I'm having, I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. This is a beautiful studio. No, oh, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, super jacked, super jacked. I've been doing this podcast now for uh, two or two or two or three months now, and yeah, I've been getting a lot of good, a lot of good feedback. And you know, this is kind of like going to be like the new, uh, the new uh, format with the 100 series. Is I'm going to really focus it around this podcast and having these longer form conversations with people rather than just you know the one or two paragraphs you know you might read on facebook or instagram to really you know dig deep you know and and, and you know you know really really talk about things that matter you know and that's what's neat about podcasts is you can go deeper and you know they can be as long or as short as you want them i mean you hear people like joe rogan and they'll go on for two three four hours sometimes and you know others are shorter but what i wish uh, and i don't know maybe i'm just not paying attention and i'm probably not paying attention like i should but more podcasts. We need to get more um, locals from the Quad Cities out there talking about what we're up to and sharing that with the world. You know, we have these amazing platforms to engage with the entire globe, and we just have to put our stuff out there in those platforms. Absolutely, you know? absolutely, absolutely. And and that's what what we're doing. That's what what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about you know one how is the Quad Cities looking as far as. Uh, young people because the people who are listening to this podcast the main demographic is going to be that 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 20 to 30 years old range and i'm seeing especially in, in the last few years i'm seeing a lot of people within that age, age group who are saying hey I, i'm not gonna necessarily move away but i'm gonna stay here you know plant my feet in the ground and we're going to build something here. I've seen this happen in, in East Moline a lot with, you know, with uh, Tavian Johnson, my cousin and Avery uh, with the, with Eastside Sounds and right. what they're doing with the, the arts community in the Quad City, seeing it with Aubrey Barnes, seeing it with a lot of entrepreneurs from the current Quad City. So right. I just want to see what it looks like from, from your, your perspective because you, you're, you, you've been kind of, you know, you know, dabbling here and there with You're the entrepreneurs. Right. So I just wanted to see what things look like to you. No, I think that's a great observation. And I agree with you. What we're seeing is more investment. You know, before we started this podcast this, this afternoon here, you were talking about investment, young people investing in the Quad Cities. And, you know, there's so many ways to invest. Uh, of course, you know, the first thing that comes to mind when we hear investment, we're thinking money, you know, the natal cha-ching, you know, give me that yep. money. Uh, and that's awesome, and that's great. But there's also other ways to measure investment, and you know, there's social investment. There is investing in a spiritual community, or what we were talking about earlier is investing in the arts. And what I am seeing, especially with young people, is we have a generation of quad citizens who are fed up with waiting for things to happen. We're starting to see that wake up and grind 
but grind for your passion, you know, and, and I guess, and there's a big difference there. When I think about grinding and grinding for your passion, we're going down a really scary black hole in modern society, especially in the workforce to where rise and grind and grind and give it a hundred percent. And we're also starting to see, you know, record profits for a lot of agencies because we've instilled this rise and grind. But what we're seeing that's different in the Quad Cities is that people are rising and grinding for things that make them happy, their passions. I, I, I think it's awesome what, what Tavian and Avery have done with their studio. And they're finding that balance of, you know, keeping their lights on, working their professional lives, but grinding really hard in their passion, but also, of course, committing to their work. But we're also starting to see people who go full time into their passion. You know, I'm thinking about like Josh Graves and the underground economy and what he's doing with his co-working space where he's rising and grinding for something that makes him happy, but also something that he knows will benefit the community. Aubrey Barnes, where he's grinding. I mean, that person is a poet, a musician, motivational speaker, an author. Obs, you know, if you're hearing me, keep doing what you're doing. You know, we appreciate your work. And he's rising and grinding for what's for his passion, right? And then, you know, you're talking about Haley and Lauren, uh, you know, with Brick and Motor. And again, rising and grinding for their passion. But all of these things bring a unique aspect to the Quad Cities that we didn't have before. And so, I mean, those are just a few that when we talk about like entrepreneurship and investment, you know, that that's one side of it, you know. Cool. So what else have you seen here in the, in the, in the Quad Cities? Um, not necessarily, um, you know, young p- people, but how about like in like schools? Do you see like, you know, that influence being, being you know, just spread out at like Augustana or St. Ambrose or anything like that? You know, when, when it comes to schools, uh, my first reaction was thinking about our K through 12 system, you know, when I'm thinking schools. And with K through 12, I don't think the Quad Cities realizes that when you combine our entire school system in the region, that ends up being our largest employer. And one thing that I'd like to see change, especially when it comes to schools, and I don't know why I'm going this direction, but I guess we don't, I don't think we as Quad Citizens and people realize how hard our school system works for our young people and our kids. And I don't think we realize the majority of us, how hard the teachers, the administrators, like everyone that helps educate this young person, I don't think we realize how hard they work. And one thing that I'm seeing differently, what I'd like to see differently is how do we start showing more support to developing that? You know, I think that oftentimes, and I'm that person because I'm very optimistic and I can say everything is great, you know, like the social entrepreneurship, the investment, you know, where my mind is when I when I heard the word schools, it's our next generation. What are we doing to develop that next generation of musicians and artists and engineers and entrepreneurs uh, and, and supporting that school system? Now, but what I have seen differently and changing one thing where, uh, where this conversation started is what I'm seeing with the colleges and the universities. They're working harder to retain the students and the young people that are graduating from, you know, St. Ambrose, Eastern Iowa Community College, Black Hawk College, Western Illinois University, Augustana, and various other uh, campuses that even offer masters. We're working harder now as a region to say, let's get these young people educated or these people in general educated and let's plug them into jobs so that we can retain them. And that's important because the higher educational attainment rate that we can achieve here in the Quad Cities 
the more likely we are to attract bigger businesses, uh, bigger salaries. Now, why is that important? Well, part of economic prosperity and investment, you know, where this conversation has started is if we can get larger companies that hire more people and pay higher wages, if we can get them here because we have a higher educational attainment rate, there's going to be more money for people. Hey, we're going to go out to get our hair cut. So barbers and hair salons are going to make more money because there's more people making more money. You're going to see people invest more in small businesses saying, hey, I really like what's going on with this new small business. I have some extra money. Let me help invest in that. So we, the reason I bring those up together is that we have to work with our schools to ensure that we're developing that right talent and keeping them here, getting them in the educational pipeline so that after they pursue whatever passion, maybe it's the trades, maybe it's a four-year degree, a two-year degree, let's plug them into work opportunities so that we can increase our economic investment by providing better jobs and having people that start, again, investing in the local economy. Now, I know that there's, especially in East Berlin, there's been a lot of investing going on. Yes. Especially, yeah. you know, with the Bend project, with the Rust yeah, so, Belt. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're throwing a lot of money at, at those two projects, and they're still building stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just one example. I've known so many of my friends who, because of, because of all that investing in that area, they've been able to open up businesses. They've been able to open up you know the iron and grain, you know, coffee house or revival Maine, um, or you sure, know yeah. Midwest Steelworks. The foundation now moved from over by Milltown. Now they're on the Rust Belt because of all that, all that investing. That's what I think is you know incredible. I've been here, you know, and you, you can attest to this too. Sure, and I've never seen you know you know the economy suddenly booming the way it is now. Right, I think East Moline is lucky that the geography that it has. Gives East Moline, you know, great access to the highway system, which is very attractive to a lot of the businesses that we have in the industrial park. Uh, you know, if you go off Morton Drive in East Moline, um, you know, that's always been a pretty busy place. And, you know, then when I look at, I mean, you, you and I are both East Mo guys. And so you remember what used to be the Rust Belt and what used to be Iron and Grain and, um it was uh, old. What was it like a warehouse, or it was like old industrial buildings? Yeah, because yeah, because of that area. I mean, that was the old Case IH area. Yes, mm-hmm. and then you know that that moved out, and then that that building just sat right for like for years. Or, oh, and you're right, and where the bend is now, and then that. So yeah, where the Rust Belt is now, like yeah, that building was empty forever, and I don't know what was there. And then I know back in like 1908, it was home to the Moline Knight Automobile Company. And they used to make cards there. And if you go in the back there behind that uh, Rust Belt area, there's you can kind of see what's left of an old track. Or at least it used to be there back when we were growing up as kids. You could see it. And then also where Case IH was, you know, that was empty for most of my life. And now all of a sudden there's two hotels. They're adding a condo. They're going to add a car- apartment complex. There's a, you know, a nice couple restaurants, places you can eat. So you're starting to see the investment. And one thing that I want to make very clear to the listener is that none of that happened overnight. You know, there are a lot of people that invested time, money, ideas into turning around those areas, you know. And so, you know, one example is a lot of that land was zoned for industrial. So you can't build a hotel necessarily if that's zoned for industrial. So the city and the Planning and Zoning Commission, which was a lot of those people are volunteers, they showed up to the meetings, rezoned it, they set it up so that it could be developed. And so I think it's important, especially to all the listeners, is share your visions with people that can help make them happen because it takes time for these visions to come to fruition. 
But the more people that know about it and the more people that believe in it, the more likely it is to happen. And, you know, looking at our geography with East Moline, um, you know, when you look at the Quad Cities and our history, I mean, for the longest time, we were the Tri-Cities. So it was Davenport, Rock Island, and Moline. And when you look at kind of just even the basic road system, it's pretty easy to get to those downtowns. East Moline is a little farther to the east, but it has to do with our, a lot of it has to do with our manufacturing background where when John Deere started to expand and harness the power of the river, East Moline was a perfect spot because a lot of where the bend is and the power that came from that powerful river right there, the Mississippi, it made it an ideal spot to harness that energy and create more jobs. And so the challenges that we have had there just geographically is that we're not necessarily within that tri-city original area where you know we were we expanded east and east moline came along to be but what's also neat about east moline the geography is we're surrounded by companies like john deere and mclaughlin and you know johnson controls and the school system so there's a lot of work opportunity and all of this helps create a better sense of place a place making East Moline was challenged and, you know, I, I love it. I'm, I'm from there. So I think it's just kind of natural that we love it and we, we talk about our challenges. But I think for me right now is it's a great time to share the story of overcoming challenges and how East Moliners like, and, and you know, East Moline, I mean, Silvis and Hampton, you know, the whole United Township District, um, it's just, it's a community that rises and grinds. They have this natural grit, but they want to see things get better. But it's also people have to say, this is what I want. And after it's created, we also have to support it. And, <laughs> you know, you're seeing investment there. You're also seeing investment at the high school level. You know, that new student life section that was created at United Township High School. You know, that's a, that was a huge financial investment, you know, with, with our young people and our students. Um, and even the Rock Island County Fairgrounds, where there's constant investment going on there because that dirt track attracts a lot of people. And not too far from that uh, that track, you've got the East Moline uh, BMX race zone. You know, Paul DePaul, you know, shout out. Um, he's doing amazing work in keeping BMX racing and that bike culture alive. Uh, you know, we I think people don't realize how much of an impact the Quad Cities has had on the BMX culture and the racing culture and the bike culture. I mean, when you look at standard bicycles and and, you know, that's out of the Quad Cities. And, and so I guess and all, so much of it ties back to East Moline. And so when we look at investment and, of course, you know, the Bend is beautiful. The Bend is great. I love it. You know, Murphy Park and Runner's Park, the investment down there with that band shell. It's there's so much that uh, you're right, Juwan. I'm glad that we're taking the time to reflect on it because it's we're really seeing a, a financial investment, you know. And there's also, too, you know, we've seen a lot of social investment and yeah, we can. But yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, especially that you know the races, firecracker run, freedom yeah. run, all that downtown East Moline. Not to not, not not to say that we're biased or anything to East Moline. That's just where we're from, so right. that's what we're connected to the most. Um, but yeah, but I mean, there's stuff that's been going on all around all around the Quad Cities, especially downtown Davenport lately with 392 Black and Brave Brushing Academy, uh, all the different businesses that have opened up there. I know that they're about to open up some more. I uh, can't think of exactly what they are, but yeah, there's so much going on in the Quad Cities. And that's what's neat, too, where when you see Davenport and the downtown Davenport partnership and the what, what they're able to do. And what's also neat, too, is that we have a regional community where Kyle Carter, who leads the downtown Davenport partnership, he will meet with other downtowns. And these downtowns are starting to meet and learn from each other. 
You know, and that's a huge step with placemaking and regionalism because we can learn the best practices from each other. Uh, you know, start also too. There's they're starting to look at each other's calendars, and and that's what's neat because there is so much going on in the entire Quad Cities. You know, downtown Bettendorf has organized the downtown with the downtown Bettendorf organization, and and they're doing some great things down there. Moline Center, you know, they've they've always had it. Uh, they've they've been they've had a lot of great things going on, and they continue to grow uh, because you're seeing that um, you know the city step up and say, hey, we want to see a a vibrant downtown, and and then Rock Island, which is kind of paved the way for us, gosh, 20, 30 years ago with the district and saying, hey, people want to go explore and get out of the house. And so, yeah, we, we certainly are, uh, we were East Moline heavy, but it's it's never been a time, we, I've never experienced a time of so much investment, social investment, financial investment in East Moline, but overall in the Quad Cities. And But what I'm also trying to stress here on this podcast with you, Juwan, is I want to see more people just get out there and try something new, either try a new business, maybe try a new workout class, try a meditation class. Uh, that's what I really think we it's kind of missing here is, you know, we've got to harness that energy of, you know, I mean, we've got a six county region, you know, our urban core with, you know, we're looking at 378,000 people. And I don't understand why we're not selling out more of our shows i don't understand why more of our, our art shows aren't getting filled up or why aren't these nearly four hundred thousand quad citizens why are they not buying tickets to go see plays what's going on and so i think that's something that i really want to talk about a little bit is just get people out of the house and, and get people participating in this stuff because it's important because that's how we grow and that's how we keep what we have cool. now earlier you mentioned a thing about about time and you know things not happening overnight. I know that there are a lot of you know as we you know started off this conversation, we're talking about you know younger people you know starting up you know businesses in the Quad Cities like Brick and Motor Boutique and um, you know Three Nine Two. But it's also important to know that you know you gotta put you still gotta put that time in. You know, in order to keep the keep the keep that business going, so that you know we can we can still have that you know you know you know two three four five you know x years down the line. Um, you know, what's what are some things that people can do to ensure that you know the businesses that are started up now, the ventures that are started up now, you know you know in the economy in the arts community, what can we do to ensure that those things you know are still here for the next generation to read the benefits of oh sure and you know uh, one thing i think people should start doing is, is have a plan i i, I you uh you've been you've been in the workout community for a long time here Joan, and, and and one thing that i've seen with those who you know commit to physical fitness is they have a plan it could, it could be a simple plan it's like today i'm going to work on my chest and my tries and my cardio but there's at least they know what what they're going to do and i think that's important where I think uh, as individuals, uh, we should have a plan for what we want to do. If, if it's entrepreneurship, you know, it starts with your business plan. I think if that's the route that if we want to see, long, if we want to see an entrepreneurial ecosystem that lasts for generations, like we were just talking about, it starts with a plan. So if you want to have the best recording studio, or if you want to be 
Um, you know, if you want to start a coffee shop, whatever it is that you want to do, start with a business plan. You know, use the resources that we have in the community. You know, there's there's SCORE, which offers mentorship uh, to entrepreneurs. You know, there's the Small Business Development Center. You know, go talk to people there. Show them your business plan and, and they'll help you work through it. I think also as individuals where I, I think sometimes we can get overwhelmed with what is out there for us to do and you know, with the possibilities are endless. Maybe you want to advance your education. Maybe you want to go back to school. Maybe you want to get your GED that you never completed or, or maybe you just want to, um, whatever it is, but, uh, what is it that you want to do? Set a plan for it, move it forward. And, and where I was going with that was also with that, uh, socially, I think sometimes we get overwhelmed with what are our options to do socially or with the art scene and, you know, make a plan of what you want to do and check that out. Now, also to keep what we've already had, what we already have is uh, number one, you know, support your local business, Um, show up to your dry cleaner. You know, most of those are, they're all local. Uh, A lot of our restaurants, you know, show up, you know, buy a cup of coffee or just buy a piece of pie, but, but keep them in business and show up and let them know that you support them. Uh, Of course too, share. We're a little Midwest humble around here and we need to stop being Midwest humble and start sharing and saying, Hey, I just... I just saw this great play or I just experienced this new business. Um, Share that, you know, not only share with your friends and family, but share it online, share with whatever platform you have. And then, of course, um, you you know, what can we do as individuals to help try to attract more business? And I know that sounds very broad, but, you know, one thing I was talking about earlier is um, if we support businesses, people are more likely to come. But also, too, if we increase our educational attainment rate, that helps us attract more business. Or if you help mentor a young person or help a young person learn how to read the way they should, you know, but by the third grade, they're going to be more likely to succeed. And so mentor, show up, like give back, you know, I think, I think all of that combined is a good formula to see longevity in small businesses and, and, and the growth of an entrepreneurial economy. I like that. I like that a lot. Those are some good facts. Those are some good tips, Greg. <laughs> I think people at home are really going to, I hope, I hope you guys are you know, out, you know, sitting down with your pen, your notebook, and you're taking some notes here because... What Greg's talking about here, that is going to help you guys, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, starting up a small business, if you're thinking about, you know, getting into, you know, the arts, if you're thinking about starting up whatever endeavor you're, you're thinking about right now, like you definitely are going to want to you know, go back, replay this podcast and make sure that you're getting every single nugget that, that you can because <laughs> Greg, you are giving us, you're giving us some heat, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. And a lot of that comes, Juwan, just from being inspired by people like you and and I, gosh, I can't remember how many years ago where you're just like, you, you. that's one thing you wanted to do was share the story of people in action and how great people are. And, and and you've done that and you've created this culture like of the 100 series where, I, you know, one thing I'd like to challenge uh, and I'll help you with this is we need to do a 100 series reunion where anyone who's been connected to the 100 series, and you got you heard it here first with Greg and Juwan. <laughs> And maybe you guys, you already have that in the works, but I just think the network that you've been able to create simply by reaching out to people you knew and people you didn't know to say, hey, you're doing something that's cool. Can I highlight you? And then we all have been able to find inspiration from different uh, quad citizens uh, through, through the 100 series. And then it's neat, too, where your networks have expanded to California. I mean, you were just out in L.A. And, yeah. And, and so I, I think it's. Uh, it's it's supporting people who are giving back and I call that social investment where uh, I mean it'll be great when we celebrate your 1000 podcasts and you know whatever it is that your goal is but like for right now this is a social investment because you're investing in people in your community and sharing their stories and and that's an important investment you know so 
getting connected with people who inspire like that. Good deal, good deal. And yeah, and guys like you know, like Greg said, you know, share. You know, like if if your if your friend is an artist out there, the best thing you can do is share, share the posts. You know, even if you don't, even if you can't, you know, necessarily afford to to you know to, to buy their work or buy their service or whatever is it or whatever it is, I'm sure pretty sure that they have you know a Facebook account and Instagram account. They're probably always putting out you know hey yeah, this is what what we're doing you know you know you know show some support well show them some support you know you know it doesn't take a lot of energy to hit a hit a share button on your on your but, phone and it's helpful because for example an art show uh, i'm going to pick on the art the art community and the brewing community where if someone on my social media posts it might be a poem it might be a song it might be a work of art and then they have a show I'm going to look at that and I'm going to go try to find that piece that was created. And then I have some sort of connection to that. And that I think with as much social media as we're engaged with, we can't ignore that kind of human connection that it also offers. And so if, if Juwan has a new podcast, my friend Brandy Donaldson shares it, I'm going to take a look at it because, you know, I like Brandy and then I like the stuff that she shares. So I'm going to look at it and then I feel connected to it. And then I'm going to try to get more involved and, and connect with it so sharing it makes a big difference you know and i think um also too it inspires the artist it shows that there is an audience or it, it inspires the entrepreneur and it, it inspires whoever is out there in action whoever is doing it. exactly i mean you have no idea what it means to, to see someone else that i don't know at all who's sharing my stuff that's that's that still blows my mind to this day is right. I, I have no idea who this person is but they they just went onto my online store and they just bought a shirt. I, right. I've never met I've never met this person before in my life. Right. That's that's been like the coolest thing since I've I've been doing this as an artist is is seeing that what I'm doing is actually affecting people that I've never met before. And you're growing too. Where you started off, you know, I think it was photographs, and then it was blogs, and then it was social media, and now you're on a podcast and. And I think that's also important to share if we want to see this economy grow and if we want to see entrepreneurship grow, everything grow is uh, it's one thing to get started, you know, have your plan, get started. But like Joanna showed us is grow, uh, you know, grow into your like you've shown us with podcasts and videos and, and keep growing. And and I think that's important uh, because I, I think of my buddy Adam Guthrie uh, and, you know, Adam, right? He's another East yeah. guy. And he grows. And that's what I'm, I'm inspired by from him is that he he is a person that's okay that to say, hey, I don't know much about X, but I am going to do a little research. And he gets in there and he learns about it. And he's really done a lot for downtown East Moline, especially creating like art projects or bringing in more music or bring or helping in bring in small business and, and also celebrating our veterans. Uh, he just completed this really neat mural project with the American Legion there in East Moline. And uh, and it all helps create a sense of place in downtown, a sense of place that uh, it makes people feel welcome and, and included. And so, but it's because he grows. And so I think that's what's important is that whatever you're doing is know that it's going to be, it can be a struggle, but even through that struggle, you're going to keep growing and keep expanding. Exactly. And exactly. And it's all about, you know, reaching that next level. Right. I've always, I've always had, I've always had the mindset of once you reach the next level, it's automatically your responsibility to reach the next level right you know to constantly just keep challenging yourself to keep to keep moving forward to keep growing to keep evolving amen yeah amen so this is great 
Cool deal. Well, hey, Greg, is there anything else you, you want to share with me before we sign off here? Oh, no, I just want to, uh, you know, anyone who's out there listening, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for making it to the end of this. Sometimes I think uh, it, it can be tough to finish a podcast, but hopefully you were uh, somewhat inspired. But if anything, I hope that you at least learned about some cool businesses or quad citizens in action, and it might inspire you to, to get out of the house and explore something you haven't tried before. Maybe come check out... Uh, you know, one of our spots here in East Moline or get out to one of your downtowns if you're in the Quad Cities or if you're listening from outside the Quad Cities, come visit us. we got a great international airport. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thank you, Greg, for, so much for coming on here and sharing everyone at home. I hope you're taking notes. And if not, you know, slide that but that rewind button back to the beginning and you are, you're, you're going to want to, you know, listen to what Greg is saying because he is very well informed. He is very well connected with the economy with the uh, entrepreneurs here in the Quad City. So he's definitely someone you want to listen to. So definitely make sure that you are taking notes and that you are, you know, not only taking notes, but you are applying what you're learning into your life and so that you can go out there and excel and achieve whatever it is that you are trying to achieve in your life. So, yeah. And if you're out there, man, hit me up. Uh, Gregorio M. Aguilar at Instagram or uh Hit me up on Facebook, Greg Aguilar. So I'd love to connect with you guys. Perfect. Thank you so much, Greg. And everyone, thank you for listening to the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast. We will be back again next week with another awesome person. So until then, take care of yourselves. And as always, I will see you soon. Peace.